just have to say it's also my furry buddy's one year birthday. Today is Higgins's one year birthday. So big happy birthday to Higgins. He is actually sleeping next to me as I podcast today, which is a rare treat for me. Uh, you would think it's my birthday. But in any event, welcome to episode six of season two. I've taken a few weeks off. I've had some changes going on, um, some moves and getting settled, but I am back and ready to get going. So I apologize for the absence, but let's keep it going. And today, what I want to talk about, if you've been following my Instagram um, page or my Twitter page, I've been hinting at it. I want to talk about success and what makes us successful. And I think that there is a uh, I guess idea in society that it's hard work and perseverance. And while I 100% agree with that, I think that's a limited view on what makes us happy, healthy, successful human beings. I think there's a component of failure and setbacks and not just learning from those failures and setbacks, but actually incorporating them into your life to propel you forward and get you to where you want to be. I think a lot of times we look at failure as, yes, an opportunity to grow, but also we have a tendency as humans to get really hard on ourselves and to feel stuck in that failure or to feel stuck in that process of, am I ever going to get to where I want to be and how do I know when I've gotten there? And what I always tell my private practice patients is if you can't find a way to accept and feel okay about where you're at right in this moment you could have everything you've ever thought you wanted tomorrow and I promise you that will still never be enough and the reason being is you've never found a way to be content with where you're at right now and so until you accept and love yourself enough in this moment no matter what comes next won't ever be enough so you're always reaching 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 and that's what we're going to get into today Let's get into what makes us successful, how we can get there, how that's supposed to feel, what are some of our pitfalls, setbacks, things of that nature, and how to work through those. So let's get into it. Um, Success. I mean, honestly, I think we all define success in different ways as well. And success to one person is going to be completely different to the next. So the first thing I want to make sure you're doing is really connecting with yourself and what's important to you based on what are your values and priorities in this life? What does success look like to you? And that may not be what it looks like to the people you went to high school with or your neighbor or somebody, you know, that you're comparing your life to. So first and foremost, be mindful that you're not comparing yourself to to others to define your measure of success. Get honest with yourself and ask yourself if you're seriously comparing your life to others and that's your measure of success or if it's more of an internal drive and something that you've planned out for yourself. And uh, you know, what I I guess one of the biggest points I want to talk about today is basically why why I think failure is actually an essential part of success and we look at it a lot of times as a step backward and I hear people say a lot yeah but I don't want to start over you never start over you always start with experience and it's not a step backward it's actually a stepping stone so say I'm gonna say that again and, and hear me when I say 
I don't care if it's a relationship, a job, uh, a sporting event, whatever it is you're doing in your life, failure is not a step backward. It is a stepping stone to success, okay? And if you don't ever learn how to break out of your comfort zone, you don't ever learn how to overcome that fear of failure. So you're always living your life kind of safeguarding it, saying, ah, this feels like a safe choice. Or maybe you're one of those people that is afraid to make decisions, so you just don't make them. Because subconsciously what that does is it's keeping you stuck or safe in this zone of not making wrong decisions. You guys, you gotta get comfortable making wrong decisions. You gotta get comfortable trusting yourself to know that if you make the wrong decision, a wrong decision, you're capable of making another one. And so, you know, it's one of those things where we really have to change our mindset surrounding failure. And I hope that this is something you're telling yourself, but I also really challenge you and urge you if you have kids in the house or young people that you're influencing, don't be afraid to let them know that getting it wrong is a part of getting it right. That's okay. And here's the deal, if you fail, If you survive that, which you probably will, you seriously have gained this irreplaceable knowledge and this unstoppable kind of perseverance from overcoming hardship. It's how we recommend um, allowing our children to build self-esteem and resilience is allowing them to fail, allowing them to work through problems and not just fixing everything for people allows them to build their own self-worth sense of resilience and perseverance and there's a lot of actual benefits to failing and i think a lot of times we're taught from a young age that failing is bad or it's something to fear and i i get it i don't think anybody wakes up every morning and says yep i'm gonna fail today because that's a stepping stone no i mean that's that's obviously not the goal but i feel like the more you resist it the more you lock away this part of yourself that is strong and resilient and is ready to grow and so we've all had failures on one level or another And just like success, I think failure is different for each person as well, based on the standard that you hold yourself to or the values in which you live your life. That being said, whether it's a big one or a small one, it's an opportunity and it's a way that as a human being, you learn. It's a way that you allow yourself to dream and say, hey, that's what I don't want. That's how I don't want to feel. So now when I start with my new experience, I'm going to have that knowledge to get myself in a place and commit to a place that actually feels better. And we can learn from it, right? We can learn to sort of embrace that failure or embrace those stepping stones. And exactly what I said in the beginning, see that as a stepping stone to getting you closer to where you want to be. Because at the end of the day, guys, failing and getting things wrong, it's just in in an inevitable an inevitable part, inevitable part, there we go, of creating exactly who it is you want to be and where you want to be. It's a, It can be a platform. It can be something that propels you forward. And some people say, well, gosh, I've got nothing to lose now, right? And so the perseverance and the resilience that you gain can actually be more of a fearlessness. And 
you know, I think that failure, the other thing that we have to remember about failure that I think is so important is that it's temporary, just like our problems. They are temporary, guys. Um, you know, and it's undeniable that it feels really bad when it happens. We're low. We don't want to feel that way. We don't want to be in that place. We wish we were further ahead. However, I challenge you in those moments to stop and say, wait a minute, something good is happening out of this mess. Something good is happening here if I'm brave enough to open my mind and my heart and say, this went wrong. And when it goes wrong, what we need to learn to say is something good is happening here. We've got to look for that bigger message or that greater message of the experience and then expect it to turn out at some point the way we want it to. And this isn't easy the first few times you try it, but I can promise you that recognizing it gets easier with practice. It gets easier with persistence and you know, when your routines fail or something that you were sure was going to go right doesn't doesn't go right, I think a lot of times that leads us in a place to second guess ourselves, second guess our decision making, second guess if we really have what it takes, all of those things. And that can be in our professional lives, that can be in our romantic lives with partners. If you've had a series of failed relationships, you know, you can really start to second guess your decision making however i want you to pick yourself up a little bit feel the bad feelings that you need to feel and set out with the intention to learn from it and maybe that is to learn how you don't want to feel maybe that's to learn what a non-negotiable or a deal breaker is in your next relationship maybe that is to take a look at the greater experience and say this is where i want to go i'm allowed to be sad and angry that i'm not there yet because I really had a goal to be there, but right now is right on time. So I'm gonna get there in a way that feels good, It that's not just rushed. And you know, I think that there's a lot of things that we tend to, especially after we fail, talk ourselves out of. Like I said, you know, oh, maybe I don't have what it takes. Maybe this isn't, maybe this was a stupid idea and I need to, you know, look somewhere else. And maybe that's the case. However, if you're just starting over or scrapping an idea because it feels too hard, I really feel like you're selling yourself short because things are hard in life. There, Things do take hard work and perseverance. That, that certainly is a part of success, but it doesn't just happen usually the way that we want it to. That requires setbacks and hardships. And those are all triggers. Remember, those setbacks and hardships are all opportunities for you to say, what do I need to get from this? What do I need to do differently? What can I do differently? So it's really about adopting that growth mindset, right? How can I grow here? What can I learn? What do I need to look forward and do better? Versus that fixed mindset of, uh, I did this wrong. I don't have what it takes. Uh, those types of things. And what all of this does is it's building resilience. And resilience, my friends, is magical because it gets you out of those low places. It, it reminds you that you're capable of more than you're giving yourself credit for. 
it inspires you to keep going another day. So when that success or that payoff does happen, it's all a cumulative experience where you can look back and appreciate the good and the bad. That doesn't mean that you don't get to feel bad when it's bad. I'm not saying just gloss over everything and say, oh, I'm going to look on the bright side of everything. I'm actually saying quite the contrary. I'm saying embrace the bad stuff. Embrace the failure, the setbacks, and say this doesn't feel good. I need to let these feelings in and then I need to grow and learn from them. Don't just push them away or or push them down so you don't have to feel them and keep going because I think if you do that, you're really giving up an opportunity to put yourself on a course that feels better and that feels like one that you've really gone through the ups and the downs of. If you just push all the bad stuff away and look at the the good stuff, then you're denying yourself, honestly, of a full experience. And, you know, big dreams do come true. They, they actually can come true, you guys. Um, but, you know, it does. It takes guts. It takes bravery and courage. It takes resilience. It takes overcoming obstacles to really start to make your dreams a reality. But it all doesn't have to be an uphill battle. It can be one where you practice all the things I've talked about in this podcast of being soft with yourself, being patient with yourself, mindful of how you're approaching situations, and really learn to trust yourself, guys. Trust your gut. Trust yourself to make a different decision if you make the wrong one. Trust yourself to push harder. Trust yourself to dream bigger. And those things can happen. Adopt that growth mindset. And, you know, this is a shorter podcast today, but I really feel like it's a a message that doesn't need a ton of explanation here. I feel like it's a message that needs clear, concise um, delivery to you. And what I mean by that is I want you to sit right now and close your eyes. And even if you're in one of the worst failures of your career or your relationship or just your life in general, I want you to breathe deep and I want you to connect to your worth. I want you to connect to your worth and your value. And I want you to remember that you are stronger than you think you are. And so if it feels like it can't get any worse right now, I want you to say, what do I need to take from this? How do I not want to feel? What went wrong here that I can use to help me move forward? And part of that is also giving yourself a break when you mess up. Part of that is remembering that you're human and that mistakes are going to happen. And quite frankly, I think you should welcome them. Because if you're taking calculated risks, which means you're not being reckless or just throwing caution to the wind and hoping for the best, then there are going to be some setbacks or stepping stones to success because you're taking risks. And that's brave. That is brave. And that is living this life on your terms. And that's living this life in a full experience that allows you to experience both the good and the bad and it's allowing yourself to be beautifully human so take a chance guys dream big remember that we are a product of the good the bad 
our resilience through those times and the love that we give ourselves and that we give to the world. And it's possible. You've got to believe it first though. And I know that sounds so cliche, but I, I want you to be mindful of how much you're beating yourself up for maybe not being where you want to be or looking on social media and saying, oh, but look at all these people they've done, you know, this, this, and this, and they've had this many kids or bought this many houses. Honestly, good for them. I don't care. And the more you invest in what other people are doing, the less emotional investment you have to give yourself for your journey and what feels good to you. So when you do buy that house or you start that business or you get into a new relationship, it's going to feel so much sweeter. It's going to feel like you're invested and that you earned it. And because you're focused on you, you're focused on your timeline and your journey, not somebody else's. You guys right now is right on time and you've heard me say it a million times, but I can't say it enough because what works for somebody else isn't going to work for you. Probably won't anyway. You're very different people. And so be cautious about looking too much on the outside and saying, but look at all these people and how they got it right. You're getting it right too. You don't know what somebody else is thinking about you. They could be thinking the same thing about you. But I would challenge you to try to shut that voice off and say, how do I focus on my journey, my emotional investment, and doing what I need to do that feels good for my life? You are worth it. And you can do it. I believe in you. It's that simple. Okay? Hey, if you guys have questions, um, I want you to email me at whatsnextwithlisa at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter at whatsnextwithlisa. And I welcome your feedback. I welcome your ideas for show topics. And um, we've got the holidays coming up. So I hope everybody's being safe. I hope everybody's taking some calculated risks, if you will, and dreaming big. Allow yourselves to be grateful and thankful. And don't forget that today is a perfect day to ask yourselves what's next. Take care of each other. I'll talk to you soon. See ya.